0: Thank you. The podcast. Thank you for taking this time off after a very powerful swim. Yes, you swim every morning. That makes it makes me really happy. And I knew you before. You said I knew you before in two thousand. You've been here since you I came, came here
1: first. I first came here in nineteen eighty six.
0: Nineteen eighty six. I came here in but nineteen. not Tokyo. Where were you? In
1: Shiga Prefecture. Was it
0: on on the jet program?
1: No, no. It was a very unique program that was started by. A professor at Lansing Community College mm-hmm. and an executive from Kansai, right. they happened to be sharing a plane flight together in business class mm-hmm. and they just started a conversation and by the end of the flight they had a handshake agreement that the community college in mid-Michigan in Lansing, mm-hmm. Lansing Community College would send students to Kansai every year to work on a stern wheel boat called the Michigan All right. and <clears throat> I was, I think, the fifth year okay. of the program. Now, when you say
0: Stern Wheel, what is that? You mean the yeah, Mississippi. The, the Mississippi, the, that's yeah. with the big, Stern you know, the Wheel. wire hits it, yeah, and it turns it.
1: Yeah, and they call it the Michigan because Shiga and Michigan have sister state relationship. <laughs> and the city of Otsu and the city of Lansing had a sister city relationship. Okay. And so, Lansing Community College, for I think 35 years, hmm. stent, sent roughly 20 kids. Half, pretty much half women half men mm-hmm. um, to study Japanese culture language mm-hmm. while they worked on this boat And it was sort of a work-study program mm. One of its kind I think in the US and something that dramatically changed Most of the kids lives who went won the program including yours including mine.
0: Why did you decide to do that? What, what, what interest did you have in Japan?
1: Marie said, you're going to ask this question. She did? Yes. And she said, think about what your answer is. And she's, always, she's
0: good. How does she know what I'm going to ask? Always okay. the
1: same answer. What is it? I just wanted to get the heck out of Michigan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was like that. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tell me about your life in Michigan. When you grew up, Yeah. what was it like? I mean, how many, first of all, tell me your family structure. How many kids?
1: Yeah, so so my parents uh, were Married very young. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother was 17, my father was 18 when I was born. Okay. So, so you're the first? I'm the first. I was the oldest. And then my sister came two years later. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so we grew up. Um, my parents divorced quite young as well. So I think way? I was seven or eight years old, maybe even younger, maybe Same. five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a very strong family unit. My grandparents were kind of the foundation. On and your mother's side? On my father's side. My mother's parents were quite a bit older, so okay. they were pretty much retired by the time I was, uh, you know, old enough to remember them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my, my grandparents on my father's side were very young, and uh, so I would spend weekends with my grandparents, and and my yeah, my, I lived with my father. My sister ended up living with my mother. She moved out to West, to California. So I would spend my summers in California, and in the school year in Michigan. Um, so I knew something that was outside of Michigan.
0: You knew there was something. I knew
1: there was something else Because
0: you'd see it every summer when you went to California. And I would travel,
1: yeah. And, and the kids from my small hometowns. uh, ah, Scott's going off to California you know <laughs> going to come back again. off. And see, yeah, and I'd be tan, and you know. I was riding a skateboard before anybody else was riding skateboards in, in Michigan. And uh, yeah, so I just, when I graduated from high school, I'm like, i got to get out of here. And my well, mother... So you didn't,
0: so, but you, I mean, you had your buddies and stuff. Cause oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you... I st- played sports and... Right. And you still yeah. favor the Michigan teams?
1: Oh, Michigan State. Still, yeah. all right. We won again yesterday, 7-0. But <laughs> Michigan is too, so we're going to come <laughs> into to East Lansing on the 30th of October and okay. be both undefeated and
0: okay. top of the big So center. what did you like about California? Well, you just knew it's outside of Michigan, oh. but did you have anything about California you were fond about? Or yeah. Outside so the skateboard?
1: Yeah, so I, I was introduced to um, the ocean at a very young age. Um, one of my f- first trips out to California was... After I saw the movie Jaws, So, <laughs> so you didn't want to get in the ocean. But my mother literally lived two blocks from the beach okay. in Oxnard.
0: In Oxnard, okay. So,
1: so my mother had remarried a Seabee, and the Seabees had a base right there near Oxnard as Port Wainini. Okay. Um, and so I grew up, uh, grew up on the summers on Silver Strand Beach, and they called it Silver Strand Beach because that's where they used to film the old Hollywood movies. Okay. Um. And I learned how to snorkel, and at about 12, 13 years old, I learned how to scuba dive. Who what, what, your stepfather? Yeah, my stepfather was. But he was a seal diving instructor.
0: But he was a, he was a civil engineer, or a seal. Like? Uh,
1: he was actually my my stepfather that taught me how to scuba dive was a um, uh, army. Army, okay. And he had lived CB. in Okinawa. Okay. So he had talked to me about Okinawa. He talked to me, and he was a commercial diver for sea urchins. Mm -hmm. When I was like 13 years old, Mm -hmm. and he had been a a Naui instructor So he would he taught me how to scuba dive and I would scuba dive with him while he was working on the sea urchin boat
0: How old were you when this was happening?
1: I was like 13 years old. Okay. Yeah, so he would jump in with his with his line hooked up to the boat because he'd be down there for hours just Break it in sea urchins, and then he'd sell those to the Japanese processors right. in oh, L.A. uni, yeah, yeah. So back before it really became a big thing, he was in the sushi trade.
0: So wouldn't you? would you? Would that have been in the '70s? That would have been
1: the '70s. The '70s. '76, '77. How old are you now, Scott? I'm 55.
0: 55. Okay, so you're still young. Yeah, <laughs> <It's too> young. <laughs> <laughs> you're still young. He's still a young guy. Why I yeah. my
1: beard because it's coming in gray. I'm like, I'm too young. No, for no, a gray too young for that. Yeah.
0: Alright, so you, so you started scuba diving with your, yeah. with your stepfather. My
1: stepfather, yeah, and I thought that was going to be my route to life was, was, I wanted to become a commercial diver, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to study the ocean, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, so yeah, California, the ocean kind of set me on a path, and then boom, I come to Japan. Um, wait, wait, wait.
0: so but you, so you California, you'd done that, that was only during the summer.
1: Yeah. Well, so the then
0: same. when you came back to Michigan, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you said, okay, well, we only have lakes, and I
1: need yeah. to get back to an ocean exactly. somehow.
0: Exactly, exactly. And then they said, you can go to Japan. Japan. And you said, and he talked about Okinawa. Hey. Yep, yep. And my he, grandfather
1: had been but, in World War II. So we had... Well, he,
0: he wasn't fond of Japan, then, was
1: he? You know, he you he say? wasn't anti-Japanese that's the one what did he do really know what he really appreciate with my grandfather he was he, he was GM you know everybody okay. was in GM right. in our small town where I grew up Potterville, Michigan okay. uh, literally 30 minutes outside of Lansing
0: um, it but was, I mean you mean after the war he went to GM uh, well,
1: after the war he came back and he worked for his father who was a mechanic
0: well, but would you say GM what do you mean General, general, general Motors was, that's what yeah, I thought yeah. so, said, so, so he was, worked for him, Yeah, right? he
1: ended up being a, a, a general manager of a of a service department okay. at a small uh, Chevrolet, you know GM dealership. Right, right, right. Um, so we were a GM family. Okay. You know, right, and, right, in right, Michigan, you're, you're G- all You're, Ford, Ford, you're, you're right. one of the big, yeah. yeah, yeah. was so, steel. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he didn't want he didn't want us becoming mechanics.
0: <laughs> he, said he said he knew that wasn't the route. He was encouraging
1: us to go to school, and okay. and so let no,
0: me say, us. It was just you,
1: my sister, and,
0: which just you know, was in California.
1: They mm-hmm. moved back. My, my idea, before I graduated from high school, was diving. Mm-hmm. I'll be a commercial diver, looks like an interesting career, I want to be a marine biologist. And up until I'd gone to Japan, mm-hmm. I still want to be a marine biologist. Okay. Came back from Japan, from this program.
0: And how old were you? I guess you were 17 or something? I was,
1: I was 19, because I turned 20 19, okay. in Japan. In Japan?
0: Yeah. Your 20th birthday Oh, this was
1: program here. was incredible, because we came to Japan and we were like celebrities. Because down in Shiga, were. nobody that's had right. ever seen foreigners. foreigners period. The women would, with blonde hair, would have their hair touched. <laughs> and by your their, eyes
0: being gray and shoot or, you in blue minute. eyes. Blue like, kid,
1: I had a kid. Yeah, you know, it's like, why are your eyes blue? It's just because my my mom's eyes were blue. My dad's eyes were blue. That's right. You know, that's <laughs> like, yeah. So it was a very unique experience, and and you know, it went to some of our heads quite early on.
0: Some people got really messed up quite well, yeah. I don't know if it. messed up is somewhere, well, but
1: you know, they yeah, yeah, they thought probably a little bit more of themselves. <laughs> <I knew that's laughs> right, right. And then, you know, some people like wanted that so bad that they came back or they stayed in Japan.
0: How did you feel about it? I mean, what did it do to you, honestly? What did it do to you?
1: you know, I I, I I liked the attention, but I think what drew me back to Japan it was the sense of, of history the sense of community, um, I mean, I grew up in a small town, so there was a sense of community, but right, especially after living in Tokyo um, and meeting people and the networking and, and business just seemed really natural, mm-hmm. you know, meeting people, going to events and things. Um, so it would be really hard for me to turn off when I'd go home for like the summer or something for a couple <laughs> weeks. You know, you'd be like, you know, I gotta do something, I gotta be someplace, I gotta but meet something. But nobody else was. And nobody else was. <laughs> So and you look with me only rabbit in yeah, the rabbit so, <laughs> so, <laughs> like... so, you know, it was, it was, it was, and I appreciate where I grew up now. Um, for the first 10 or 15 years uh, after leaving, whenever I'd go home, it was like, I want to be home because I love family. Family is the most important thing in my life. Um, but then... You know, I'd, I'd look at my friends and people that I'd grown up with, and, you know, they're still in the small town, and, and it just wasn't really for me. And about 10 years ago, after the earthquake and the nuclear thing, sending the kids back to the U.S., and I moved back to the U.S. as well, I started really appreciating where I grew up, and uh, I settled with the kids in the small town my parents were living in at the time, Uh, Called Williamston, so it's just east side of Lansing instead of the southwest side of Lansing. And, uh, you know, I ran into some old friends from high school and we reconnected. And, you know, we're connected now on Facebook with a lot of those people and we keep track of each other's lives. and, And I just felt really fortunate to have grown up in that small community, to have been able to play basketball first string, football first string, track. You know, we were runners up at states. The kind of thing that I wouldn't have gotten anyplace else, really, if I'd if I'd gone to school like in California, LA, mm-hmm. or someplace, or, mm-hmm. or why? Why not? Why
0: not? Because it's too big it's and too, 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 too much big. competition. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I just grew up in a in a in a, a
1: class of sixty nine kids, right? <laughs> I was like I was like I graduated thirty fourth in a class of sixty nine, so I wasn't well, no straight A student, there you go. Was, but you
0: were right in the middle, right? Yeah. I was right
1: in the middle, and yeah. you know, and. and I really enjoyed my, my high school uh, experience, right. and that's really what I wanted for my kids. Mm-hmm. And so, with the earthquake and the nuclear thing, it was like an opportunity for me to get the kids into the U.S. and Wait. focused on getting an English education for, for high school. And
0: But your first, you were married once before. Yes. Was your wife Japanese? She
1: was Jap- half Japanese, half British.
0: Because I look at your kids and I can see Asian blood in them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? How would they get along in Michigan? I mean, you're small town.
1: So we, we had a really... Um, so my parents, like I mentioned, are, are young. Right. And so my mother... And they're doing well now. They're doing really well, yeah, They're That's retired great. and just taking it easy.
0: But know. how old are your parents then? They could be in the... Um, the- yeah, my mom
1: is uh, 17 years older than me, so she's 73. She just turned yeah, 73. She's a little bit older than me.
0: Yeah. It? But anyway, so how do your daughters get along? You have two daughters. No, I've got... Well,
1: I do. I've got three daughters. daughters, So my second marriage um, We've got three we got five between the two of us. Okay, so my three and her two So it's kind of a Brady Bunch sort of Mm. situation the kids never really grew up together because they were kind of older, right? right. but um, Mm -hmm. My daughter Fiona the youngest and Mm -hmm. her daughter Ellie the youngest Mm -hmm. um, lived together for a couple years in in Seattle uh, before we move back to Japan
0: question about Fiona. Mm. Why two F's? Um,
1: so on my <laughs> ex-wife's <laughs> side of the family her mother's Welsh Okay, and that's how it's so my eldest son Sheffrey is the Welsh form of Jeffrey. He's got oh. two F's in his name. Okay, his, okay with two F's and Fiona we've Two, Fs. two <laughs> <fun with> it <laughs> seems so that way. okay, that's interesting, <laughs> but it is yeah and, and uh, <clears throat> so the girls got to, to spend some time with each other. Um, we, we are always hoping that we can get all of them together for mm-hmm. a special occasion. Even our, our wedding, we were able to have my eldest son there because he was busy um, with a baby and he works in the sushi trade and he's six days a week, 14 hour days here, here in Japan. So all the kids. Back, my kids all moved back to Japan after they graduated from high school. So,
0: so, I was asking, what was it like for them in Michigan?
1: So, the kids, um, each when they were in third grade, so 10, 11, 10, 11 years old, moved back to the States and live with my parents, full immersion like throw them in the deep end. I got you. They'll swim, they'll learn how to speak so English. Because I always spoke, I always understood Japanese.
0: So, you would make it easy for them.
1: They wouldn't speak English to me. They would hear me in English, so they could always hear, but they couldn't really speak. So threw them in the deep end with Grandma and Grandpa. Each one of them had their moment a week after they arrived, crying on the phone, mm-hmm. Grandma and Grandpa don't understand me. I want to go home. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Like, no, it's not going to happen. So they really had a good experience. They went back to the U.S., had friends already that they had made in school there. And I really wanted that small-town high school experience for them where they're going to dances they're going to prom they're playing on the sports teams I mean my my second son Stefan's team went to state championships two years in a row for soccer came up short both times but yeah. but you know he was a track yeah, star he was, he was as a sophomore he got his his varsity letter as a sophomore so
0: they did get along okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: They, they, they all thrived. My oldest son had some really close friends that he still keeps in touch with now, and they were all kind of into Japan, and you know, and, and yeah. So nice. here they were attending some Japanese schools. My eldest son until uh, he was at junior high here in Tokyo. In Tokyo, well, no, in in, in Zushi actually. In Zushi, okay. um, You know, he had a little bit of of discrimination, you know. He's not Japanese, mm-hmm. you know, and, but he had some other friends who were half or, mm-hmm. or not fully Japanese, um, and uh, yeah, just uh, they. It, it could have been a struggle for them, but it, it wasn't. I think at the time because we moved to the U.S. and then they were just one of hundred kids okay. <laughs> who you know weren't you know sticking out like they would in Japan. Right, so Okay. Yeah.
0: How old are they now?
1: Um the oldest is twenty seven.
0: He'll be mm-hmm. twenty seven at the end of mm-hmm. this
1: month. Mm-hmm. Um my second son's twenty-three.
0: Second I thought you had only daughters. Uh
1: no. Chonan Jinan oh, Chojo. So son, son, daughter. Okay. And then that's your daughter, daughter.
0: Yeah. The daughter daughter, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you son, son, daughter. Yeah. So how old are the the boys? The uh, so 27, so
1: right. twenty seven, twenty three, and twenty one. And they're all here. They're all here. Your daughter's here too. And my mom actually changed her job
0: to make sure she could to there. make
1: sure she could fly. She 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 ended up being a United airline attendant. Okay. So she fly to Japan, and they would actually see their American grandparents more often than see the Japanese grandparents. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and so they were close to their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I I was trying to get back after the earthquake to to Michigan, and so I worked out a, pro, uh, a deal with my company to move me back to the states mm-hmm. and And then I raised the kids for the final five years of their high school career or their high school years six years seven years wow. yeah. what a journey! And I was man. a single father for about four years and um, You know with my parents there at first and then mm-hmm. they retired and moved away and then I finished raising the last two mm-hmm. Myself and mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't easy, but I can imagine the work from home thing. I've been doing that for the last ten years so Anyway, so that was natural for you yeah, yeah. Mm. And, wow. Uh, but I got to spend some really quality years with the kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Those last well, we took out a big jump chunk, chunk out of your life that I can't put in all this because <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult. Wait. Yeah, because no, because you came to Japan. Okay, tell me about the happy times. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so after I had done my first program in Japan, I was. For just, for
0: how, long, how long was that program? It was
1: only. Ten, it was ten
0: months. Ten months. Okay. Ten
1: months full immersion. Working and going to
0: school. But wait, your fri- but the people you came with. So you spoke with them in English every yeah, day. Yeah. So you have that. But in order in order to do your job, you had to speak Japanese.
1: My 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 job. Whatever you had to do to when Japan. you came. Yeah.
0: No, but when you came here, the full immersion. No, no, no. no. Well, how did that work? Almost happen?
1: nobody spoke Japanese. There were a couple kids who had studied Japanese before they came on the program, but the no, but, majority no, but, of us didn't.
0: I know, I know. But so when you said you had full immersion when you came here for ten yes. months, yeah. But what about the people that came with you? They spoke English, so it's not full immersion. You, you have a True. chance to speak English. Yeah. Right. Right. You understand know what I'm saying? Right. Full immersion to me means yeah, No else. one except for you <laughs> speak English. No. So therefore, you have you, to speak in you're Japanese. You're right.
1: You're right. You're right. Now we we had literally three months of Japanese instruction, and then we came over, okay. and then we were working side by side with Japanese, right? And the other students on the program. Okay. So some kids just stuck to themselves, and some kids wanted to spend more time with Japanese and make friends in Japan. In Japan. In and trying to improve their Japanese. And I was kind of half and half. I had okay. the, my, my my roommate and a couple other guys. That we hung out and we went all over the place with each other. And then the, the people at work, we became really close to, like family, because we were working together every week.
0: For what did you do? The what tempos? was it Work?
1: It was waiters and waitresses on a boat. On the boat.
0: On that? That's right. On the boat, yeah. To who? To only Japanese?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, 999 so percentage. what they do? They just
0: go across the li- they go across the river? They had,
1: they had cruises every day. They'd have the morning cruise. They'd have. The oh, wait, morning
0: so morning. a cruise lasts how long when they take them out? Like, uh,
1: about minutes? two hours. Okay, minutes. so they're
0: on there and they have entertainment. Yeah, you guys crazy entertainment. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, wait, was, wait, was wait, 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 was it a family thing or was it just an adult thing? No, it was
1: a family thing. Okay. An yeah. okay. adult thing. It, okay. They'd have a the night cruise and they'd have, they brought a band over from the U.S. Okay. They'd put them up in housing. Okay. Um, they had a, a, a woman and man team, or just the man got the guy playing guitar, singing "You Are My Sunshine," mm-hmm. you know, and, and Beatles
0: tunes and yeah, things like yeah, this. Right.
1: And the Japanese would sing along, and he'd he'd get in with you know clapping and singing, and it was it was crazy. It was fun. It was and what kind of food
0: good. did you serve? I mean, you had so
1: they had like French dining. They'd have like steak, or you know,
0: this was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so we learned. You know, formal dining. And where the force, the knives, and exactly. everything go. Oh, yeah. That's right. The Japanese. What kind of you know, The training and stuff. We went through probably a month worth of training before they even opened the, the boat for the season. Mm-hmm. And so we'd get here in March and, you know, begin lessons. And we'd have our classes, you know, three or four days a week. And we'd have the boat three or four days a week. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then it's like all of a sudden you get a check at the end of the month. And you're going, they're going to pay us to do this as well? <laughs> so... All we did, we, we paid tuition, we got on the program, we paid tuition, we came to Japan, and then all of a sudden they're paying us to be on the program because we're working. Right. And they're putting us in housing. They have to,
0: right. You know? Which is free. Which is, yeah. Yeah, they're paying for it. And
1: I'm like, wow, what? they're going to pay us to do this. And when you,
0: tra- when you, when you uh, um, calculated it into dollars, you said, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was still okay. It's I mean, still okay, yeah. yeah. But that was t- 230 into the dollar back mm-hmm, like then. Mm-hmm. And then I think it dropped to 180 before we left Japan. And uh, yeah, so we took a trip to Hawaii on the way back. (laughs) Diversion, stop in Hawaii, take a little vacation. What were some of the
0: challenges when you had to be on the boat that you, what what is it that you look forward to and what is it that you thought, I wish I didn't have to do this?
1: Um, So I don't know if I thought about it at the time, but we had took a bus every morning. Mm Uh, from our apartment, which was not close to the biwako, uh, to, to, the, to, the, to the boat where the mm-hmm. boat docked. It would take roughly 45 minutes to an hour. But that was typical of all Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. For us, as kids in the U.S., we had a car, right? We'd drive to school, we'd drive to work. Um, so the commute wasn't a, a bad thing, but, you know, being there every morning um, you know, getting changed in a little dingy locker room with cockroaches the size of <laughs>
0: Little yes. mice your know. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> shaking out your clothes, and it, it built your confidence. You know, mm-hmm. standing in front of people, waiting on people. Um, what would you have to say?
0: So, did you, have to, did, did you have to do this entrance when they come in and oh, yeah. st- well, Tell I me, talk, it. teach me, tell yeah, yeah. me So, so understand.
1: we would line up, okay. you know, with with our uniforms on. We all had uniforms, so we right. looked like you know, like the love boat. Okay. Of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with the white jackets and the black pants and. We'd, we'd bow in the morning, you know. How many of you were there, sure I must say? Uh, 26 students, 25 students. All lined up? All lined up. How many well, Japanese? No, 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 no. We were A, B, A, B groups. Because so you had two boats. We had, No, no, one boat. But we had two groups of students. So the A group students would work this shift, the B group students with the other shifts or days. Okay, I get you. Okay. So it was seven days a week we had students on the boat. Mm-hmm. But we had like, like what, 12, 13, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. So there'd be twelve or thirteen Americans, probably twelve or thirteen or twenty Japanese. So the boat was was operated with a mixed group of Japanese okay. and, and American kids. And, and and
0: the mixed group also didn't the jobs were also well well you know, well integrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was like, like you just went in one
1: there was like three floors to the boat. Right. You had, you know, kind of formal dining, and mm-hmm. then you had informal dining, and then you had a snack bar with open door seating was juicey, or you know, okay. whoever showed up got the seats. And then you had a you know gift shop, and then you had uh, something called the Royal Room, where only girls, women uh, waited on the tables, um, coffee and tea. It was it was pretty fancy at the front of the boat. So time.
0: the Royal Room only it had husband and wife sometimes too. Or? Oh yeah yeah okay, I, okay. It was it so was nothing. yeah it was just it was like a VIP okay VIP room, room right that could, they All could pay right. and. And the meal was a little different there? Um,
1: yeah, they, I mean, it was, yeah. I think it was the same meal as the, the, as the fine dining, but mm-hmm. um, it was served by women on their knees, basically. Like Japanese stuff. Oh, really? You really? You, you, okay. you, s- you, you kneel and right, then right. serve. And then so the girls had to learn how to do girls that. Girls had to learn how to do but no that. But no guys had guys to do we that. we weren't oh. allowed in the room. Right. We, um, we worked the snack bar. Or we, we carried tables. Or, I mean, mm. what do you call it, yeah, Trays. Trays, and, trays right things to the guests would
0: the guests ever try to tip you because they knew that in the US no, you got tipped never they never ever did that never. With this guy. They,
1: they did some yeah. other strange things really? really we have, have we have Japanese come right away the Japanese managers and and when that happened yeah yeah, yeah. They because were, they would the, the company was very very good good about those kind of things so we had happen. to we had to um, provide a deposit um, of850 dollars. Um, to guarantee that we would behave and that eight hundred fifty dollars was kept in a d- separate account that if you did not behave that eight hundred fifty dollars paid for your plane ticket home and so there was always this this you know if, if you don't listen and you don't follow our instructions then you will be sent home mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I had to borrow that money from my grandfather but my parents didn't have that kind of cash just mm-hmm. laying around. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of kids that got homesick. Okay, I was homesick for the first three months. It was horrible because I'd never really That's been without family for right. my entire life until that right. point. But, um, yeah, I don't think it ever got to that point. Um, okay. But, you know, there were so many years. Um, we had some good years. We had some bad years. I mean, the school did and the company did. Um, one to one year, the students tried to go on strike. And
0: uh, but you want to wait, you only came over once, right? I only came over once,
1: but once. but, but Marie, you're talking Marie, about the history, of the, yeah, of the, the, the history of the program. What happened once in a while, and not every year, on our year again, it was an older student, uh, a woman who was probably 25, and you remember, the most of us were 21, 22, ah, or even younger, okay. And they're like, Why should I follow these directions, you know? You know, mm-hmm. they started maybe getting part-time jobs outside of the regular work schedule, or they might not have shown up for work, and it was just like, well, the company can't control me, the school can't control me. I pay the school money to go to school, and I shouldn't have to show up for classes, or I shouldn't have to show up for work if I don't want to. And and then it was like, no, we have to have a conversation. Here's the eight hundred five fifty dollars. We're right. going on right. And They did that. Yeah, a they of did times. that a couple of times. Yeah.
0: Right. And what about the guys? They never had any guys. Basically, it was always a girl
1: that went home. Oh, no, there were probably some guys that went home. Yeah. You know, some guys that dropped out of the program, fell in love, and then just decided not to come to work again. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It,
1: I, I, I would say overwhelmingly a positive experience for over 95% mm-hmm. of the kids.
0: Is the program still exist? It,
1: it, it does not exist. In the way it used to. I think they still send one or two students over just for the experience. Um, in Shiga, they have a Michigan Center, uh, a Center for Michigan Universities mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the lake mm-hmm. from where this program was, um, where they actually uh, study Japanese. Mm-hmm. And kids from other universities in Michigan come and study mm-hmm. Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say, overwhelmingly, a, a really positive impact for the state and for. The people who went on the program, mm. um, a lot of the kids, like myself, um, fell in love with the country. Um, you know, had children here mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are Japanese, right. and right. our lives have some connection to Japan still. Right. My sister did the program a year after I did.
0: did she? Okay,
1: and she has no really connection with Japan other than me. Okay, but she did the program. It she went back to Michigan. experience. Yeah. Okay. Very unique experience, um, and she graduated and, and moved out to Seattle, and her whole life revolves around her life in Seattle. And
0: but I think she's living in Michigan now. Is she? Hmm? Is she living in Michigan or Seattle? My sister's Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. Yeah. So yeah. she's not around the parents. She got married and has kids and everything. Yeah.
1: No, my parents live out there um, now that they're retired. So. In Seattle, in, well, in, in the San Juan Islands. Is that right? Just okay. north of Seattle.
0: <laughs> they got they got tired of the coal.
1: Oh yeah, my stepfather. Uh, he was from California. He grew up in Fresno, so he. Did what made him go
0: there? What? My goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does not like. He didn't take that but long. He, he lived in Michigan for nearly thirty years. Thirty years. Going also GM. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. So
0: that's interesting. So what got you back to Japan after that experience. What was the next time you came back?
1: Um, yeah. So. Went back to school. Um, mm-hmm. I was a sophomore in Japan, so I was a junior. And, yeah, I just had the itch to come back to Japan. I wanted to... Did
0: you go to college in the... St- you did you go to college in the Yeah, state? I went to Michigan State. And studied what? Um, I
1: studied... Uh, sorry, Bachelor of Arts. Okay. Um, social Science was the department. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a dual major of Economics and Anthropology. Okay. Um, and how I ended up in the career that I'm <laughs> now... Which is... Logistics. Is logistics. Launching. Okay, yeah. How'd you end up <laughs> um, Just looking to come back to Japan, to work in Japan, and met a company through some people that I had met on the program originally going to Japan, who were asked if they wanted to join this Japanese logistics company. And I mm. said, oh, I'll do that. Don't know what logistics is, but I'll do I'll it. I'll do it if know. it gets me back to Japan. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Did you have any reason, did you have someone here in Japan that you wanted to come back to see? Was well, it I, or I had
1: or? met my, my ex-wife. Okay um, Through okay. one of my trips to Japan You know and As a student As a student Right And uh, w- yeah We'd gotten very a good reason
0: you know. Yeah
1: Yeah okay. and, uh, and, and I just decided Let's, let's move back to Japan and mm. Tokyo I hadn't spent a lot of time here But to me Tokyo was Where everything was at Right It was was not living in Shiga It was not living in Nagoya Or any place else Japan is beautiful Outside of Tokyo but when it comes to business, for me it was all about Tokyo. You know? I think Osaka also has a similar vibe, but it's no, no, different. It's not Tokyo. It's not as international as it. Um, yeah, I think
0: the thing that makes Tokyo so unique are all the embassies are here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that brings everyone the way they really are in their country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have to feel like they have to conform, but in Osaka, people start trying to become more Japanese, more I think, Japanese. for some reason. Mm-hmm. They try to. They start speaking kanji, which you have to. But in Tokyo, yeah. you can stay.
1: But I, I, we were talking about this the other day. Is and 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 Marie, my second wife, and I before we moved to Japan, back to Japan, because she had studied here as well in the same program as me. A few years later,
0: she's from Michigan.
1: She's from Michigan. Okay. We grew up twenty miles apart.
0: Didn't didn't know we it.
1: Did not know each other. Okay. Our our schools were so small, class D. So she also graduated with a class of like fifty or sixty kids. Mm-hmm. We our, our sports teams played against each other um, because we were that such small schools. But your
0: ages are you different okay. in age? Just two years. Two years.
1: So she, she okay. Another unique thing that we just happened to find out about each other is she was born May sixteenth. My sis- my sister was born May nineteenth, in the same hospital, and back then you spent probably four or five days at the hospital. You mean the
0: same. So they were there at the same time. They
1: were there at the same time. So I probably saw her in as the cradle incident. next to my sister right. <laughs> in the hospital. Isn't that but interesting? It's, amazing. It's,
0: it's like a movie for me. I mean, you know, I think, is. Scott, it's like when you see the movie when the person that they're gonna marry, they just pass, mm-hmm. they open the door, and they're just closing yeah. it just as they're coming in, or getting you off know. the train you're getting on. Yeah. It's that type of thing.
1: And we just happened, our lives of aligned at just the right time because her divorce was final. <laughs> like the same month of the next month that my divorce was final. And uh, her her ex was half Korean, half American. and So her daughters are like a quarter Asian, and my kids are a quarter
0: Asian. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and people look at the two of you and say, now nah, how that happen? How oh, that happen? happened. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 don't know yeah, how yeah. that happened. Yeah. No, I was trying to think, I figured you'd been married before because I said, this yes. cannot be. Maria's kids. Marie, right? Yeah, Marie. Marie's kids. But then... So a couple of them didn't look like they were related either. Yeah, yeah. Because one was hers and one yeah. was yours. Yeah. I don't think was just, Anyway, I, I said, I'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that. I said, I'll find out. But I like talking to you two outside because I could, I could feel the warmth and the acceptance that she just wants to know some people.
1: Yeah, yeah. She and I told her, I said, Tokyo is unlike any other experience you've had in Japan. And Tokyo, to me, was... And I kept telling her because she didn't know me before, uh, and I'm working in the U.S. And I'm telling her, man, I said, you know, my whole business network and my whole adult relation, my my whole adult relationships that I'd known from the time I was in my mid twenties to I was, you know, forty five was in Japan. So I've got these great people like you know, Lance, there's Dan. There's you know Mike, so there's everybody, everybody, yeah. And 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 she's like, oh, I, how do you develop you know, that one again? Of these days, I gotta come um, to Tokyo with you, and then I get this opportunity to move back. Mm-hmm. Not only my kids here, but my oldest son has two grandchildren, my grandchildren. So I've got two grandsons.
0: Okay.
1: And she's like, yeah, so we got we grandpa. gotta, we yeah, gotta move too. to Tokyo for a few years. And so she's been great, just you know, becoming a grandma with me.
0: So, but you're working the, here, and she isn't, or she's working here? She's
1: looking for a job. Okay. She uh, she was a financial planner um, mm-hmm. in the U.S. Uh, before we left. For so whom? For individuals? Edward, Edward Jones. Okay. A large financial firm, like Fidelity, right, in the U.S. Right, right, right. And so she kind of closed her practice to come to Japan and... Now she's looking for things to do. She's she's volunteering at Second Harvest. My okay. old friend Charles McChilton. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's a good guy. Great guy. He's a good um, guy. I just find it so unique being in Tokyo is we're all foreigners. Unless you're Japanese, you're not Japanese. And so if you're not Japanese, you're a foreigner. So whether you're French, whether you're Italian, whether you're American or Australian, British, whatever, we connect in that way very easily. You see a non-Japanese person on a train, you strike up a conversation. They don't care where you're from. You're a foreigner, you're too. You're a foreigner.
0: Bingo. And then... Okay. Yeah, very similar reasons. Yeah.
1: And so what I've tried to do in my business is create a team mm-hmm. of very international, diverse people. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing something I think is very unique here is, you know, I'm, I'm employing women who are extremely mm-hmm. smart, smarter than me. Um, and that's not that difficult. And you know, men who maybe just out of college from Italy. I got this new guy working for me. He's you know took the N1 exam, Japanese mm-hmm. language exam. And he's like completely fluent. Um, you know, we're we're just we're we're not being the typical Japanese company or the typical non-Japanese company in Japan.
0: What's the name of the company? It's
1: a, a company called DSV. Uh, DSV Uh, It's um, a logistics company uh, Based in Denmark Um, We're now the third largest Logistics company globally Um, We did a couple of acquisitions Recently that help us grow to this size Mm -hmm. But uh, I worked in the past For a very large German-Swiss company Which one? Kunenagel They're the world's largest logistics company now DHL, Kunenagel Schenker, DSV we're we're all part of this okay. global. Right. I mean there's there's FedEx and UPS as Americans know but mm. they're I, I They're big certainly right. um, But international logistics companies are really um, Kind of dominated by the Europeans, okay, um, they've done all a really good job of just integrating with the local companies the Local population throughout the world. Yes throughout the world okay. um, and uh, yeah, I've been in the industry for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Got my start with a Japanese logistics company. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one? Very small company called Fuji Logitech. It was I, based re- yeah, in, I remember Fuji Logitech. Yeah, based yes. in Shizuoka, yeah. part of the Suzio group originally. Okay. That spun yeah. off. Yeah. Um, and they got me my, my start in this industry. I was mm-hmm. in sales, just making cold calls and meeting non-Japanese companies. So mm-hmm. um, ran across opportunities with The Gap and Dell Computer and... The lands end of these companies, and mm. and that kind of really um, established my
0: career. Because you were able to use yeah. the the abundance of items they'd bring to you yeah, yeah. that you'd have to do logistics yeah. for. You're right. Those companies yeah. hadn't wow. really operated
1: in Japan, and back in the early 90s is when right. they started coming to right. Japan, right. bringing back the license, taking back the license mm-hmm. for the Japanese mm-hmm. trading companies and setting right. up their own shops. Right. From um, Dinsu. Yeah.
0: So they. Yeah. Yeah. And so they had everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dior, right? Dior, right? Old, right. trading companies, and you know, Coach, and That's all right. these Louis Vuitton, all these brands now are just massive here, and it's, and they need logistics. Everybody needs logistics. Right, Pretty right. much everything you 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 consume. Anything. Clothing. Someone has shoes, to get it there. Some televisions. Yeah. yeah. So when I li- when I lived in the U.S. for the ten years, I was approaching Japanese mm-hmm. uh, electronics companies, mm-hmm. Sony's, Panasonic's, mm-hmm. Toshiba's, Fujitsu's, and such, and then came back to Japan. And again, it's more of the European American companies that we work with mm-hmm. locally here
0: to mm-hmm.
1: help them understand the logistics market.
0: So, it's what's your position in unique. this company now?
1: I'm managing director.
0: Managing mm-hmm. director, which is oh, uh, equivalent to the president. President, yeah. The president. Yeah. You just say managing director. Why to soften That's the what they call the. But you have no one above you other than no. the parent company.
1: Uh, I've got. I've got. A, my boss sits in Hong Kong, and he, okay, he's, he's over. responsible for APAC. Like okay. like 12 or 13 Countries under him. Right. Is he about
0: your age or is he a lot older? He's a little bit younger
1: than me, actually. Is that right? He's yeah. French. That's all oh, I, I yeah. I Worked for two French people, in and he
0: speaks how many languages?
1: Uh, He probably speaks Three or four Chinese French English He speaks Chinese French French, English I don't think he speaks German German, Okay All right, (laughs) But I think He probably speaks Cantonese and Mandarin Cantonese Okay Because because he's been Based in Hong Kong I think his wife Is Chinese Okay Um, I only speak two Okay. But I'm not your typical American, right. <laughs> like, like you. both. Right. We, we
0: What's typical? How?
1: What They, they say is that uh, you're bilingual, you right. speak two languages. Tri-
0: you're tri- tri- you're, you're, and then you try well to. You speak well. one language. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. uh, you know, Japanese. But do you read and write? I. You see enough of it that you'll know some of the characters. I can
1: read. Pretty much anything I see on the subway, train station. Okay, okay. Stations. <laughs> okay, 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 okay um, I tell you, Google Translate is something we never had when we were growing up or when we were starting yeah, our careers. Request, of course. And now it's like copy paste Yeah, why yeah, not? One of the guys yeah. that I went to Japan with on that original program mm-hmm. through Michigan, uh, through through uh, the, uh, yeah, down Shiga, the Michigan boat, he ended up becoming, and he still is, probably the top uh, technical translator in the world from Japanese to English. Wow. He works for Toyota.
0: Toyota, how long has he been and, here? And he, oh, he came from no, the same time.
1: He, he lives in Michigan. He's now, he, he, he studied Japanese, majored in at Michigan, University of Michigan, and lived in Japan for a few years working mm. for a Japanese company, mm. and then went back to the States and ba- basically built his practice. And his, big, his, his main contract is with Toyota. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's an amazing guy. That's but you got to have the patience to to study and. I to mean, you do have that. to have a reason too. Yeah. You got to
0: have. You have to be able to to, to monetize that somehow. Oh yeah. Because if you don't, you just become a curiosity for the Japanese. Yeah. Which, that's great. So it, and you don't even have an accent. Wow, that's good. That's cool. You, so can you can make use any some money? Yeah. Still, yeah. no, that's nice. And then you go to your little local Joe, you know, and you get your instant ramen for the night. Yeah. And you say, I just I really impressed them today, didn't I? Yeah. No, I don't. No. I didn't want to go that yeah, route. <laughs> and I could see that coming real quick too. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know I was an independent businessman mm-hmm. from what 1999 to 2003 almost mm. and when you ran for president I voted for you mm-hmm. because I saw a successful American who'd started his own business who was not part of that corporate, corporate elite mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I, I remember Shaking your hand, saying so yeah. congratulations, Lance. You're then right. an inspiration to us independent. You know who people. called me
0: right after that. who mm-hmm. called me and said, "Can we have lunch?" I'm um, Skip War. Oh, really? Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Lance, can you? Would you like to have lunch with me?" And I said, "Anyway, what do you plan for the future, or what would you like to end with?" How would I like that? What are your to? plans? Yeah, what are your plans for the future? What do you... What
1: oh, that's a that's the million-dollar question. Well, you got to uh, have I mean, some. Marie and I are going to be here for at least the next five years. That's and, what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't want to work forever, so um, hopefully be able to retire sometime in my early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, until her daughters start having children in the U.S. You know, we've got grandkids here, um, and then we'll have to... Figure out living between the states and Japan, and maybe Hawaii is a good central location for people to come visit Grandma and Grandpa. You know, it's like, you know, Japan will always be home, the U.S. will always be home, Michigan there will always be family. So mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll spend our time between those three places most likely. And,
0: um, yeah. Scott, I want to thank you. Thank you. It's fantastic. That was a wonderful podcast. I enjoyed it. I want to thank all of you for watching. Make sure you click like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all on loan. Continue to reach for the stars. And you're too blessed to be stressed.